Are you interested in building water features professionally? Whether you have an existing contracting business or are looking for a fun and profitable side hustle, then you found the perfect podcast to follow. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, founder of Aquascape Inc., and this is my podcast. Each 20-minute episode profiles the journey of a successful certified Aquascape contractor whose best practices you can emulate. I love my job, and here's how you can too. Well, we are on the phone this morning with uh, Dean Pepito of Aquatica, the Pond Father Water Features up in uh, Milwaukee suburbs of Wisconsin. How you doing, Dean? Good, Greg. How are you? Well, I am good. I'm excited because uh, you are probably, uh, to date, the longest uh, certified aquascape contractor that I've interviewed on my podcasts. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been around since uh, 1999, 2000, and and uh, we've we've consistently been in your top 10 i don't we've never left your your top 10 overall and uh we're very proud of that and uh lucky to be a part of the the organization with you greg outstanding buddy well listen um why don't we you know i you know i you came from the industry why don't you just you know for first few minutes or just give us a little bit of a background about your journey to becoming you know you know the pond father in aquatica so you know tell, tell everybody about your background how you got going in this yeah you know it, it's funny with the I got to say too, with the pond father, um, my buddies around here have been calling me that for 15 years and, and, uh, it's a term of endearment. So I, it's, it's kind of fun. I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, we started, I started, gosh, back, uh, I was raised by my grandparents and, uh, they were very much into rock gardening and, and landscaping their yard in Milwaukee. And I grew up in Milwaukee and I just really took, uh, a liking to that they taught me uh, everything I know basically about you know rock formation and how to landscape mm-hmm. properly and and then uh, they used to have a camper on uh, on the Bark River in uh, Jefferson County Wisconsin and we used to go out there every summer and and I used to you know just yeah, from morning till night spend uh, spend the days on the river and that's where I got my love of water and mm-hmm. and then uh, um, 18 and 19 years old, Angie and I started a landscape company. We didn't, we didn't know. Boy, you guys have we been together doing. for a long, were you high school sweethearts? We, we didn't go to high school together, but uh, we met at a garden center that we worked at when we were uh, 15, 16 years old. Okay. And, uh, and we've been wow. together ever since. <laughs> yeah. Well, geez, I, I, you, you look like it. You look old, but she looks too young for you, buddy. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I, I'm a lucky man. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, so you so you were working at a garden center. You got your your yeah. girlfriend, who is now your wife. Okay, go on. And and we just uh, we decided one day to go to the local hardware store and buy a bunch of shovels and wheelbarrows and start a landscape company. And we didn't know what the heck we were doing, but we, uh, you know, we uh, were going to college together and uh, at UW of Milwaukee mm-hmm. and things like that after high school and. We uh, we just started a landscape company and uh, ran that for three years. We were uh, way undercharging, mm-hmm. and um, uh, then the roof caved in on me. So, literally, my my warehouse roof caved in, and my all my trucks were in there and tools and office. Everything was just destroyed. So you have had bad luck. We'll get to that in a little bit, <laughs> but okay, keep keep going. So your warehouse caved in. <laughs> You got to be tough, and I, I wrote yeah. that on a post-it note here. I because uh, yeah, I've had some some 
bumps along the road here. But, uh, yeah, our roof caved in. That was the end of our landscape company, and uh, we went uh, back to a horticultural school, college, and uh, I went to work for a, another landscape firm in town, a, a real uh, well-known firm uh, in, in Wisconsin here, highly respected uh, landscape mm-hmm. firm. And, um, you know, it was funny, too, when we were – got to tell you a little story. When we were uh, running that little landscape company, we couldn't even afford heat, so – I had a little goldfish on my desk and in a bowl, and it froze. It froze right on my desk. But uh, we got through it. <laughs> it was you were living in a place where the goldfish froze because you had to keep the heat on. Oh my gosh! Okay, I've got, yeah, I've got my, a picture here. My office was so yeah. was so cold that the goldfish <laughs> froze, and and oh then one my. one time I came I came back from working uh, in the field and. And I was so hungry, I ate a frozen pizza. I, I didn't have any electric there, so I just yeah. I was, <laughs> boy, oh boy, you have come a long you have come a long way. And and so kind of you know segueing into how did you get to the ponds and, and a little bit about your operations today. Yeah, well, after that roof caved in on me, uh, went back to horticultural school, and I was uh, for a lot of years in in the bands in Milwaukee, and I started in college as a music major and uh, mm-hmm. played in the bands for a lot of years while I was uh, going to college. And then around the year 2000, I started Aquatica um, mm-hmm. after, after working at uh, that landscape firm for three years. Um, I was really kind of known as their, their water guy in that firm and uh, just a wonderful place to work, wonderful people. And, and they really supported me and, and kind of would come to me with questions about water features. And that's where the light bulb kind of went on in my head that, you know, um, I really need to, to do this for a living. And mm-hmm. obviously I was familiar with Aquascape and, and you, Greg, and, and uh, that's when Your I started catalog Aquatica. catalog stuff get coming? Absolutely. You guys mm-hmm. inspired me to, to, to make a living out of it. You said mm-hmm. – you know, that you could make a living doing water features. And, and I, I really uh, was interested in that. And that's when, that's when I really started paying attention to, to Aquascape and uh, started Aquatica. Nice, nice. And so, so um, talk a little bit about Aquatica today because you're one, not only one of the longest CACs and the most successful CACs, but I think you have the largest team in terms of, you know, so what's the operations look like today in terms of manpower, divisions, and, and you basically how you set up your operations in terms of your, you know, your space needs? Yeah, we, we started Aquatica. We're kind of unique in the respect that we started Aquatica like on just, just, we were crazy uh, right from the get-go. We had we started with five or six employees our first year, mm-hmm. and it, it went from zero to 100 miles an hour our first year. I mean, we were just going crazy because the because the you know the the trend and and the water features was such a new thing, and what mm-hmm. you had created with with uh, with your uh, system, the Aquascape system, boy. It was just going nuts in the early 2000s and the late 90s, and, and that's what really helped us to to jumpstart our business. And right off the bat, we had five, six employees, and uh, mm-hmm. um, from there, you know, it was. It's uh, right now we have I don't know 17, 18 people working for us, and uh, six full time in the winter, and uh, 
We have three divisions. So you got, you got we, six year-round, and then you have seasonal guys. And and do you got, do you lay them off in the wintertime and then rehire them and let them go on unemployment, or are it new guys? I mean, I've seen a lot of the guys that you know keep coming back year after year. So I'm, I'm assuming the, the the former. What is it? Yeah, our staff really. Um, we have a real seasoned, solid staff. We don't have a lot of turnover here. In fact, three guys came back this year that had worked for us uh, in the past, uh, and it's really, really kind of cool. I mean, a, a lot mm-hmm. of people, uh, you know, we have a real good reputation, so people come back, and um, we don't we don't uh, let people go. We just uh, they're on unemployment for you know three about three months a a winter, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of my guys I keep busy with my real estate. Uh, in the winter, we do a lot of remodeling and and uh, real estate, uh, and that's kind of my my second business is landlording and and uh, real estate with angie we do we do because you only yeah because you can really only build build and maintain ponds up there eight months out of the year so you got four months to figure out what to do right exactly you know so so between you know aquatica and and the real estate we keep our guys busy and and uh, we run the three divisions the design built division and the Mm -hmm. service and maintenance division and then the retail retail Mm -hmm. is only about seven percent of our business though retail is pretty tiny but we have a but real nice have, showroom. It's a showroom it's a showroom yeah. so a lot of your your clientele come there and get inspired to you know get a water feature yeah exactly you know and and that's where that's where people really get to see who we are and and they can come in and we have a real nice conference room and design room and we have um, you know a lot of fish for sale and a lot of retail items and we have a display garden in the back and everything so it, it works out really really well well, and it's gorgeous, and it's new because just like that, I just learned for the first time talking about when you were just a landscaper and the roof fell in, you actually had another travesty <laughs> with your building across the street. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, in 2016, um, it was kind of a pivotal year for us because uh, we had we had lost some employees that year, and and then we had a big fire on Labor Day on Labor. It was actually a Sunday and I was coming into work. I, I come in every Sunday night to work. Um, I'm kind of a workaholic and uh, mm-hmm. I, I drive it up to the building and there's flames licking out of the, the soffits and fascia of our building that we just had remodeled. Um, and um, there's like four sections to our building. So luckily only two of the sections were, were heavily damaged and the other office section was okay so it was kind of surreal because the next day i'm coming into work and i'm functioning as a business with black soot and everything all over my desk and we just kept going we just, we don't stop <laughs> we just keep it's going pretty, it's pretty amazing and it all all was determined that it, it happened with a turtle overturning a heat lamp right yeah, somehow our heat lamp got loose and and it turned over into her bedding and it started the whole place on fire and um you know, we we couldn't believe it happened. Uh, we had we had our tortoise Matilda for many 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 years and uh, everything was fine. So somehow that that heat lamp got loose and uh, you know, started a fire. Um but it was it was just surreal because all our fish tanks, we had big plastic mm-hmm fish tubs and they melted down to the water line and our, and most of our fish survived. In fact, all of them did. I think, I don't think we lost that any is, fish. That is amazing. 
That is amazing. Yeah, it actually was hot enough to melt the plastic, and the fish in the water were able to survive. Yeah, I think we had over 200 fish um, in the in the main warehouse, and it was crazy. The firemen actually took their water trucks and pumped water into new tubs while the you know while the place was still burning, and we were we were you know carting fish out. So it was <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> What a story. What a story. Well, if you've been in business for a long time, you know, our, our roof collapsed under snow. You know, your roof right. collapsed. You had a fire. But what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And uh, you have an absolutely spectacular, beautiful showroom and display ponds now directly across the street, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we moved right across the street in 2015, and then we had the fire in 2016. So, Dean, I always uh, say I love close every one of my vlogs. I love my job, and I, you know, I, I you know, I have so many stories, you know, talking about with 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 customers and teammates and everything else. What would be something that would you would you would share about why you love your job? What would be a story that would really sink home, uh, you know, the point for our listeners of what it is about your job that you love? Well, I think you know, and uh, and and you've uh, you've certainly been a huge influence on on us and our company and Angie and I. And uh, I, I can't thank you enough for that. And, you know, why we love our job is we're, we get the opportunity to help people. And in Wisconsin here, through conservation, through our business, we help uh, our community out tremendously mm-hmm. um, through, through Aquatica. You know, we're, we're helping at the Ronald McDonald House for people mm-hmm. with cancer. We're helping with the Wildlife and Needs Center. We actually gave them a truck and we lettered it for them, kind of a rescue van that we uh, that we donated to them and we've we've and water water feature. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're in a position. The reason I like my job is I I like to help people and make sure that that we give back to our community. And what the water feature industry has done for for me is it's allowed me to be the best in my area at something. Um, and I, I, you know, I found my purpose that way. I always like to say that this is my purpose. It's not necessarily my passion. I, you know, I have other passions in life and things mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. this is my purpose and, and water features and, and bringing joy to people's backyards and helping our community, helping wildlife. I'm a big, big prom- uh, promoter of helping wildlife in our community here. And that's really what Aquatica has allowed me to do. And it's really allowed us to have a reputation for ourselves in the community and network with people and friends yep. and other businesses and it's just uh people know us as as the pond people the pond guys you know so we're 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 fortunate in that respect and and you've and you have i mean you work in uh, the landscape trades i mean you were actually the president of the wisconsin landscape counter association weren't you yeah yeah i've been volunteering for uh, the WLCA for 50, over 15 years and I started out in committees and then worked my way out of the board and treasurer and secretary and vice president and, and then president. And uh, I'm, so now I'm a past president and I'm still involved with that organization and help them and give them advice when I can and, and things like that. And I like to give back in that respect. Uh, so it's pretty cool to have a pond guy be a, a president of a landscape association. Yep. And yep. We represent and good. It, 
and it does, and it deserves. So we're going to put links, you know, to your vlogs. But you know, you're going to be able to see the uh, the water features built at the Wildlife Center. You're going to see the incredible story of the Ronald McDonald House and the impact that it's having there. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna put all that stuff in the in the links in your podcast here. But you know, wrap us up to kind of bring us home here, Dean. Um, what uh, what piece of advice would you give to you know whether it's a new guy getting into this business, someone thinking about getting into this business, a seasoned vet? You know what what do you wish you'd go back and tell yourself out you know twenty some years of doing this? What 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 what, what advice do you have? I, I I love this question because it actually I was thinking about this uh, before our interview and and what I really like to say to everybody out there is that sometimes you know. Don't, you don't have to aspire to own a business. Try to be the best foreman or best teammate you can be in a business, too. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to run a business because running a business, if I could tell my 20-year-old self something, running <laughs> a business is different than, than building a pond. I mean, if, if, you're, if you want to build and be an artist, sometimes that doesn't mean being a businessman. And we had to learn the hard way. I mean, for many years, we were not charging enough. And we, uh, mm. you know, we, we definitely could have been charging more and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and it's something where we, we learned everything the hard way. You know, you got to be tough in, in this mm-hmm. business. And being down four months a year, three, four months mm-hmm. a year, you know, I, I had to mortgage my house twice just to stay mm-hmm. in business, just to you know, and, and those were in the early years, and we got through that, and we learned we learned everything the hard way. And mm-hmm. it's you know, I if I could tell people, and that's what's great about Aquascape is you don't have to learn the hard way anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. decide if you want to be a business person, or if you want to be an artist and a builder. If you want to be a builder, that doesn't necessarily mean running and owning a business. Be the best artist and builder you can be for a company. And and that might be where your where your passion and your purpose is. Um, that's my advice. You know, charge more, um, and don't necessarily aspire to own a business because then you're a businessman. You're writing checks out all day and and uh, you know doing employee reviews, <laughs> right? Versus, right? Right? Versus building ponds. So um, you know, it, it, decide what you want to do and. Uh, go that route be the if you're going to do something be the best at what you do don't uh you know don't take anything less than that don't accept anything less than that and that's how i've always run our business and and our lives is that uh you know if we're going to do something we're going to try and be the best at it Amen. Well, and and what's amazing is you are, because you're a perennial, not even top 10, top 5 certified Aquascape contractor with, you know, four months of a down season. And, uh, you know, you've been through the the ups and downs and the the valleys, and you guys are absolutely, you know, uh, somebody who I think other CACs can aspire to be like. So, Dean, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. I want to uh, thank you for allowing us to come up there and, and, and video your ponds, and uh, it's going to be fun to uh, continue to do life with you here because you guys are a shining testament to what a CAC should be all about. Well, thanks for all the support over the years, Greg. Thanks for everything over the years, and we, uh, we, we definitely are uh, lucky to be part of your organization. Absolutely. Amen. Amen, brother. Well, you take care, bud. Thanks for the time. All right, Greg. Take care. 
Hey, hope you enjoyed that podcast. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to aquascapeinc.com slash podcast and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Time for a brand new podcast. I love my job and I hope you can too.